Hello, and welcome to We Judge You Judging Stuff, a podcast where two former co-workers turn friends, review your strangest purchases slash life choices. Join us each week as we tumble down the rabbit hole that is the internet and see if we come out unscathed. Without further ado, let's go! Alright, we're playing. Hi, Kim. <laughs> Hello, Rachel. Are you ready to talk about some shitty Amazon reviews or hilarious? I'm so excited. I have to confess. So you changed mm-hmm. what you were doing. I changed mine, too. Uh-huh. Like... Ooh, what did you change, to? Last minute. Okay, so here's the thing. Um, originally, I was going to do poorly rated self-help books, right? Well, mm-hmm. as it turns out, Amazon is constructed in such a way that they really don't want you to see the poorly rated stuff. So oh, no. I found out how to go all the way to the last page of the listings, but the pages only go up to 400, and there are way more books than that. So the, mm-hmm. the stuff on page 400 was still, like, pretty decent. <laughs> and I felt really bad. So <laughs> instead, what I'm doing is... Um, uh, fake books or books that people buy that they have no intention of reading. Yes! <laughs> I'm very excited. I found some good stuff. Amazing. And as I mentioned in the text, I will be doing kazoos and didgeridoos. I, it's it's beautiful. I, I feel like these two subjects are, are such a perfect like introduction to us as individuals. <laughs> I, I feel like you should go first because you're going to make a better impression. Okay. You're just so charismatic, right. Kim. You are so sweet. <laughs> I like that you haven't mentioned the fact that I look like a bright, unsettled ghost with this ring light that I did not realize would make me look this pale. I, I honestly oh. hadn't even noticed. It looks great on my end, so. Awesome. Well then, I will start with my absolute favorite kazoo rating and we'll get to didgeridoos after your your stuff (laughs) this one is just named amazon customer and they gave this kazoo five out of five stars and the title just says justin won't accept me oh no (laughs) oh no it then says i very like the mini trumpet i just wish i could remember how to breathe so i could play it Love, Selena Gomez. <laughs> what? 11 people found this helpful. How many people found it helpful? 11. I have a lot of questions. <laughs> I have so Everyone many questions. questions. There, no, there wasn't any <laughs> more context to this, right? There, were, there weren't no, any nothing. photos. No photos. It just says Justin won't accept me. They're somewhere in the United States, and it's a verified purchase. <laughs> Good to know that they legitimately bought the, uh, was this for a kazoo? A gold kazoo. Oh, fa- okay. <laughs> Tiny trumpet, okay, I, I could see that. Um, wow. Taking out your relationship issues on Amazon reviews. <laughs> Oh, God, what if it really was Selena Gomez and this is just her drunk post for the night? 
I would love that though. That's that's like <laughs> that's like um a Bill Murray level thing to pull off. Like apparently he does stuff like that all the time where he'll just like walk up to people in a random restaurant and eat some of their fries and be like, no one will ever believe you and then walk off. I love him. That is the best thing. <laughs> well, Selena, if you ever hear this for some strange reason, you can do better and I hope you are doing better. He doesn't <laughs> deserve you. <laughs> Alright, let's move okay. on to the next one. I don't know if I should say his full name. Um, so I'm just yeah, I think... Captain Lord. I think I'm probably going to avoid names unless it's, like, relevant. Right. Alright, so this one is just Captain Lord, is what I'm going to call him. One out of five stars, and the header is no instructions. And it says, no instructions, all I wanted was a kazoo sad face. Which is strange to me, because all you got was a kazoo. I... <laughs> Why do you need instructions? It's a kazoo. I mean, the only thing I can think of... Okay, a kazoo is, is not a complicated instrument by any measure. <laughs> but I'm wondering if, like... Because it has the two pieces, right? It has, like, the body of the instrument, and then it's got that little white thing with, like, a little piece mm -hmm. of tissue paper or, like, the filter that's in there. I wonder if it became, right. if it came, like not assembled, and this poor man just couldn't figure it out. My lord, it's two pieces. <laughs> How, did you ever play the game as a child where you put, like, the square blocks in the square <laughs> holes? It's not that hard. I mean, I'm with you, but that is the only, <laughs> like, I, I just, I can't think what else it could be. I want to know. I want to know. Tell me your secrets. I won't buy this kazoo. I don't need one. All right. Moving on. The next one, and we'll call him Cece. Five out of five stars. And the title is, Land the Love of Your Life with This Beauty. <laughs> it continues. Picture this. You're at the party of the year. One of the blowout bashes from your favorite teen movie. And there she is. The love of your life. You've been pining over her in French class for months. How can you win her heart? By owning the dance floor? Nah. By whipping out a guitar and dropping some Dave Matthews on her face? How cliche! But reach into your integrated pouch that's clipped to your belt and melt her face with your fire from those kazoo riffs! Trust me, it's a done deal. I mean... 331 people found this helpful. If that were a Tinder profile... <laughs> can you imagine? Oh my gosh. I mean, he doesn't even need the kazoo. I mean, he's a winner right there. Very, I mean, I date him. Very clearly a high school student, though. Like, Oh, yeah. About two sentences in before you mentioned French class, I was just in the middle of thinking, like, this is very much the voice of a high schooler. And there's nothing wrong I with that. I hope the girl. It's classic. I hope they're married now, because this was from 2017. It's a perfect love story. I, I want to read that romance novel. I'm here for it. We're here for you, Cece. <laughs> we, hope you, we hope it worked. We're here for you, Cece. <laughs> Alright, next one. One out of five stars. Header. I bought this and, and I regret everything. It continues. I bought this for my son, Seven. He won't stop playing it. 
I tried to break it. Nothing worked. I had to burn it. These should be designed to burn so that the putrid odor does not penetrate my clothing at home. End review. That is not their fault, <laughs> customer. Yeah, why would you give them a five or a one star review for that? You made this. Okay. You made this mistake. But the whole reason we're doing this podcast with Amazon is because Amazon is the home of petty reviews. This is true. But that, That's what we should just call the podcast, Petty Reviews. This is like the classic parent mistake of like buying their kid the really noisy like fire truck or transformer that makes all of the noise and constantly has sirens going and then like two days after Christmas you're done with everything. It's the same principle, it's just an indestructible kazoo. You can't even pretend that it broke. <laughs> So I'm so glad you brought that point, because that brings me to my next and final review. What? From a man named Dan. <laughs> five out of five stars, and the header is, time for our children to weep, reap what they sowed. What? It continues. Yes, it continues. I brought this product for my two-year-old granddaughter in hopes of her falling in love with it and assaulting my son on the daily with the most annoying sound <laughs> possible. All I can say is thank you, Jesus. She loves it. I adore the fact that once that was once was my past has now come back to haunt him. He comes home from a ten-hour day of working in the miserable Georgia heat, only to be greeted by his gazoo-playing daughter. I sleep better knowing this. I bought this for her as a bell effect. Also, <sighs> after a beer or two, I will sometimes call and ask to t tell her good night. Usually around ten thirty. Then. When she gets on the phone, I ask her to play her kazoo for me. And then I hang up. <gasps> I love you, Tyler. I hope your ears bleed as mine did for so many years. <laughs> Holy crap! Dan ain't fucking around! <laughs> that is like... I think we just found the world's first supervillain grandpa. <laughs> Holy crap! That is... I need Dan to have a show... That is, like, really impressive. <laughs> I, wow. I, I, I feel like I, I don't have any worthy follow-up to that. That's, that's going to be a tough <laughs> act to beat. Which is why it was the last one. <laughs> I am out of kazoos because I couldn't find anything better than fucking Dan. I... Yeah, I would have stopped there, too. <laughs> All right, so on to fake books. Yeah? Yeah. Okay. I didn't realize it was a real question. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so um, this first one is by a company called B&S Feel, Wooden Antique yes. Book Box. And honestly, the... Um, the the name of the company can tell you a lot about the quality of their product. Mm -hmm. um, I'm just gonna drop this photo for you to see. Actually, I'll get to the review first. So mm -hmm. these books, the total reviews are four out of five stars and the top reviews, this one it was one star subject who wrote Hamlet again. So the review says, these are way smaller than you'd think from the picture, but even worse, 
they misspelled titles and authors. As goofy as it is to have fake books out as hiding places, now I have to find hiding places for the fake books so no one sees the goofy mistakes on them. Oh, no! Okay, so I wonder if I can get this to copy into Discord. If not, uh, okay, I'll just describe it because it's a podcast anyway. So we've got a selection of four books. Mm-hmm. Two of them are Robinson Crusoe. For some reason, they've got two books. Bear in mind, the, this is a box. So they're all completely attached, but two of them are the same book. Right. One of them is spelled correct, well, almost correctly. It's spelled Robinson Crusoe by Dan- oh. Daniel Defoe. And then one of them is spelled Obison Krusky. No. And then there's also Moby Dick by Herman Melville, but with some really questionable kerning issues. So it looks more like Moby D-I-C-K, like Mm D-I-C-K. And then Hamlet by William Wade's Peer. You know, now that I think about it, they probably did that for copyright reasons. No! No, these no. books are all way out of copyright. They are very much in the public domain. Oh, no. Oh, that's right. Duh. Yeah, there. Did there's it? literally no reason. But there you, oh, it's not even William Wade Spear. It's Willem Wade Spear. This was made by a child. <laughs> yeah. It's just like, I'm going to make some extra cash. And then someone's going to use this to make their secret compartment. Like in Scooby-Doo, you're just going to pull on this William Shatner book. And then boom, secret lair. Uh, and here's a five-star review from the same listing. The subject is no danger of real literature. And it continues. <laughs> These fake books are fantastic. There is no danger of you actually reading any English literature while making you look smart and well-read. Well done. <laughs> I also want to note that, like, there were maybe two reviews out of 67 that mentioned the misspellings. Huh. Mm-hmm. Maybe it's a joke? Maybe. It is possible. I, I mean, the brand is B&S Feel. Although, I... It's interesting. Looking at these product photos... L- when you see the front of the box, which Hamlet is on the end, William Shakespeare is spelled correct on the front. It's just for some reason what? on the spine. It's a completely different name. All right, you know what? I'm going to stop defending this person. <laughs> I don't know why they couldn't spell William Shakespeare when we have Google. Um, okay, so the next thing that I did is I, I searched just for fake coffee table books in Amazon. Mm-hmm. And the best seller that came up was an actual book. It was called Chanel Collections and Creations. It's rated 4.9 out of 5 stars. Legitimately, nobody has read this book. <laughs> if you scroll through the top reviews, it's, it's like review after review of it changed the whole decor of my living room or perfect to stack with other books. It looks so good on my nightstand or... I bought several books to decorate with, and this is my favorite. And then, finally, once I got to the seventh review, 
somebody actually mentioned that they took time to look inside and said that it had good content inside. Uh, and then later on down the list, there was another review that said, looks good on my coffee table, presumably. Still not bothered to look inside, still not bothered took properly inside the cover. I think that means still not bothered to look properly inside the cover. I never intended to actually use it other than a decorative item. I would have bought the Tom Ford book if I had a bigger coffee table. So, I'm confused. Are these cheaper than actual books? No. Uh, the, what? The Chanel book is $30. Buy a real book! <laughs> I don't understand! Or, or buy a book that you're interested in. Okay, but it gets weirder. There is an entire culture of, like, booksellers out there who are literally just selling you a random lottery of books. Like, you, it, it, they're listed as decor items, and basically oh you just specify which color of book you want, and they're gonna just send you a random book. You know, or you could also get decor books, a fucking bookstore. Or a thrift store. Words in, in fact, anywhere, so anywhere you can find actual books. This makes me so angry. Somebody actually called that out in one of the listings that I've got. So if I jump ahead to that. Um, it's not those... Okay, so this is, e the listing is called Real Books by Color for Decor. Choose your colors, used hardcover books, perfect for office or home decor, interior design, wedding display, stage and set props, or instant library. So they're really keyword stuffing, trying to get as many like search keywords as possible in there. I mean, and the product- it kills me because the product description for this says 100% made in USA from used books. They're not making anything. They're not making these books. They're literally just assembling books. They don't know what country they're coming from. <laughs> I'm sure they're coming from all over. They're just saying, hey, we're in the United States and we're gathering books and shipping them to you. But hey, it's 100% made in the USA. I fucking love this country. <laughs> it also <laughs> specifies all books are clean, smoke-free, and readable with solid bindings. I like the smoke-free. Which, sadly, that is an issue on Amazon. I've seen a lot of reviews about, like, this smelled like smoke. Huh. Okay, so, um, yeah, so the review I mentioned was a three-star review for this random, um, Tell us what color you want and we'll send you a book. Would recommend if you need a lot of books fast and don't want to do the digging on your own. Wasn't exactly what I was hoping for. Nothing wrong with the service or product, but totally could have received the same thing from my local thrift store for half the price. At least. Uh, basically a service paying for the convenience. Um, there was a one-star review that basically just talks about, like, they wanted kind of like the nice old cloth cover books from like, you know, way back when. And all they mm -hmm. got was basically just glossy regular paperback books. 
That's some bullshit. I know. I know. I need that 100% old-timey human skin books. Otherwise, I want no books. <laughs> no, okay. I went on a whole freaking expose of these these books, man. So there mm-hmm. was another one by the same brand. This brand is called Kovo Books. And they have cornered the scammy book market, I would say. Because they've got another book that also comes up as, like, decorative books. It is literally just a completely white book. It is Hmm. completely white, the entire outside, the entire inside. It is a completely blank book. And they're charging $18 for it. Thanks, I hate it. <laughs> I, you know, okay, but I will say this. The artists love it. All of the, the good reviews were from artists who were like, oh, I'm going to have so much fun with this. So I can, I can get behind that one. But then they've got another one that is just, it's, it's marketed as like a decorative black book. And it's, it's just like this black book with gold letters on it that says positivity. And the description says it's a soft cover book with beautiful flourishes and lines inside. There are no photographs or pictures. So I was really curious what this book was, that their branding is like a decorative book mm-hmm. with lines and flourishes inside. So I, I did the look inside thing. They literally just took like a stock journal page template with like Mm -hmm. lines that are not evenly spaced by the way there's some real weird spacing issues with those lines and then they took like some clip art flowers and put them like on top and in the corner and it's the same page through the entire book i'm calling it now this is just a team of children in a sweatshop just they don't fucking know how to use Photoshop or any graphic design. It's just lines, filigree, oh, lines, lines. I am 100% convinced they downloaded it from, like, some website for free. Like, free journal page template, and then they stuck it in their Amazon book. Amazing. And it's crazy that these things actually sell. So, I, I went on this whole investigation of these these this book company. They also have, like... They do this thing where they take the real books and they glue them together and then they cut like a hole inside them so that you can use it as like a way to conceal like plug strips and ugly things on your shelves that you don't want people to see. Okay, now that I could get behind. Yeah, like I I can understand. I, I do think that that is a good idea. It's a little mm-hmm. bit weird. Again, from the standpoint of like, we're buying books to make us look intellectual, but these are not actual objects that any of us are going to read. Um, but they do sell those those book boxes. Um, but here's the thing: they're super expensive. Of they course. S- they start at forty five dollars for a five inch box. How dare you? And any color of book except for red is an upcharge for some reason. And I looked at the prices of the colors. For some reason, white and light blue are the two most expensive colors. 
those will add $120 to your order total. I hate the world. I found one poor reviewer who obviously fell for the white box package, but they only got like the smallest size. It's literally just three kind of cream colored books glued together. <laughs> she paid $135 for it. I mean, that's her fault. No sympathy. <laughs> the review says $135 for something so small. In the photo, it appears big. What a disappointment. I hope to return and have my money back. I don't trust anymore. <laughs> uh, I just like the idea that this one product completely destroyed all her faith in humanity. <laughs> so some, some more of the products that are sold by this company, Kovo Books. Um, they have a book called... Where is it? A book called The Constitution of the United States of America and Selective Writings of the Founding Fathers. Can you guess what that book is for? I imagine just decorative bullshit like the rest of these books. It's hollowed out to fit a gun. I love it! <laughs> I want that book! <laughs> oh, but they, they have more. So they've also got a coffee table, which seems odd when you consider, like, the book thing that they seem to have going on. But the coffee table has, like, an American flag painted across the top, right? Murica mm -hmm. table. <laughs> <laughs> the top of the table slides out of place, and it's a compartment to hide guns. And I love this. <laughs> I love the listing photo because it shows, like, very much, like, a machine gun sitting inside this table with, like, the American flag slid to the side. And in the background, you can <laughs> see, like, football playing on the TV. It's, like, really playing into the stereotypes there, aren't ya? I mean, it's making me want it. Now I can <laughs> watch football. Uh, so, yeah, that that's my um, expose on Kovo Books. They, they've really got something going for them on Amazon. But listen, this just made me think of the most entertaining dinner party in the world. Because what if some rich idiot just bought all these books to make her or himself <laughs> look all fancy, but there's an introvert at the party, and the introvert goes to pick up one of the books... And there's nothing in the fucking book. So I can just see this introvert in the corner having the worst fit. And just like going up to the host and be like, I'm going to expose you. You're a fraud. I'm sick of this. So then the uh, host can just like walk up to the gun book and go, oh, but have you checked out this book here? And just fucking waste the introvert so he's not found out. <laughs> Listen, the introvert discovering the truth, that would 100% happen. So... Um, a couple of years ago, my mom and my sister and I went to Nashville together, and while we were there, we went to this speakeasy. And mm -hmm. the waiting room was, it basically just looked like a super fancy parlor, and they had all of these actual, like, hundred-year-old books 
all lined up on shelves and we ended up like grabbing one of we grabbed like this medical encyclopedia from like 1914 or something because my mom is um a nurse practitioner you know she's in medicine so we we had a bunch of fun like critiquing all of the bad medical practices from 100 years ago but uh yeah can confirm it would happen and one thing that's really funny to see in a lot of the reviews for these books is like when it is a real book like the ones that they're just selling you basically a book lottery where they just randomly give you a book so many Mm -hmm. of the reviews call out like it's a real book i love that it's a real book (laughs) it's it's a weird culture man where did our education system go wrong i don't know um (laughs) that's most of what i've got um I also okay, I've got one last one to wrap it up. Okay. So this is a faux leather book boxes set of 3. So it's it's basically like big leather, leather books that are actually just boxes. You can find them at any like home decor store. Mm-hmm. And the most helpful review, 1 out of 5 stars says I purchased these faux books to fill a large built-in book cabinet the books came and my dog a retired drug sniffing dog came into the room and went crazy I unpacked the box and took the books out the smell was very strong the books are fake and nothing was inside but the smell was strong I took the books outside and let them sit in the sun for hours I brought them in, wiped them out, and filled them with baking soda. I again put them in the sun the next day, hoping to air them out. The smell is much less potent, but it is still there. I've tried many different ways to remove the odor, which may actually be something other than what my drug dog and I think it smells like, but it didn't remove the odor. Nice-looking books but not going to use them until we can remove the odor. They are now on an outdoor shelf to air out. It's been about a month and it still has the odor. And then they added an update. I've had the books outside for over a month. They still smell and we had the neighbors come over and they asked if we had marijuana. I looked at them and asked why they would ask that because we don't and have never had any. And he he said it smelled like weed. It is the books. I had to throw them out. Disappointing. Oh my god, the pages are made out of hemp, aren't they? <laughs> it's a box. You can't air the you can't air them out because it is weed. I'll bet they were used to like smuggle well but if it's weed, like does anybody actually smuggle weed anymore? No, but Snoop Dogg did make a book that is consisted of hemp paper that you can roll up and smoke once you're done reading it. Alright, so our two conclusions are you think it's either made out of hemp or I think it was used to hold or smuggle someone's weed at some point. Just really unfortunate that like the guy who happened to buy them had a retired drug dog. <laughs> All right. I was really hoping there were crack cocaine books. 
Well, that's everything I've got, because, again, I, I completely switched gears, like, three hours ago and redid everything that I had, so. That's fair. Shall we move on to didgeridoos? Tell me about the didgeridoos. I will tell you about the didgeridoos. We're going to start off with Dan, five stars, title, memories. I really hope this is the same Dan. No, that other guy was Dane. Dane? Yeah, I think so. Oh, I, I, I'm going to have to. I may have been saying Dan. It's been a long day. <laughs> All right. So, memories. Purchased this on a whim. Alcohol may or may not have been involved. I am, go I am able to produce the recognized Aborigine sound. However, the circle breathing thing? Good God. That's impossible. <laughs> but it's fun to play with. I'm not at all disappointed in my purchase, even if I don't remember making it. End review. I mean, it's relatable. I really didn't know what reviews I'd find when I searched didgeridoos, but this, this pretty much encompasses what one would expect from I mean, buying didgeridoo. The, the, the pool of people who are, like, expert dideridoo players has got to be fairly small, right? So I would think... I so. That the majority of didgeridoo sales on Amazon are gonna be something like that, where it's just kind of a drunken and or accidental purchase. I kind of want one now. I mean, everybody kind of wants one. This is fair. The question right. is, do you get drunk enough to actually go through with it? I mean, I drunk purchased something the other day. <laughs> oh, a pink utility belt for work. Oh, I'm so excited for that to get here. Oh, I'm so pleased. So, for anyone listening to this, I work in the trades, and all of my co-workers are men, so I've just been pissing them all off by finding pink yet useful tools, and the other night, I found the hottest of hot pink utility belt that's actually made for real leather, so it's better made than my current one, and I am just going to be the most styling freaking electrician that ever walked the earth you've only been in this job for what like four or five months about four months yeah i cannot wait to see just how decked out you are in like the girliest pink shit after a couple of years in the trade it's gonna be amazing so i have yet to find pink tools that aren't shit however there is a plastic dip I can get where I can just make all my tools hot pink. Ooh! Well... I wonder if I can add sparkles. I mean, we are making a somewhat retail-oriented podcast, so as a challenge to any future listeners we may have, if you find quality pink tools, you know where to send Please. them. Please. Bonus if they're insulated so they can protect me from getting shocked. Anyway, <laughs> Amy, <laughs> five out of five stars. The did you never knew you needed. Again, I drunk ordered this upon searching it and finding that Amazon sells didgeridoos. Now, every time I drink, this gets played awkwardly and giggly by me, the grown ass woman and mother of this household. After finishing dishes and laundry, of course, 116 people found this helpful. So this is a long one, and I'm pretty sure this dude just wanted to fit as many didgeridoos as he could in a review. <laughs> so this is this is final boss. The title is the didge is plastic but very good. 
Plastic, plastic, plastic. I had the feeling that a wood dig would be more expensive. Maybe I didn't read the description close enough. More durable than wood. Be aware that this dig is made of plastic, which is actually in the title of this dig review. PCP, probably. It's painted to look like wood, and it looks convincing. Other than that, it plays pretty good. No better or worse than my homemade PCP dig, but it looks nicer. If you're looking for a synthetic dig that didn't look like a sewage pipe, this is a pretty inexpensive option. Would be a good purchase for someone curious about playing the didgeridoo. I gave five stars because it's what it advertised itself to be, a synthetic didgeridoo. Also, it doesn't have the weird chemical smell of regular PVC. I'll definitely be playing this more often than my homemade dig. Update! I have been thoroughly enjoying playing this instrument, and it's quickly become my favorite dig. The sound is booming, and with a little adjustment of wax mouthpiece, extra wax was included. The are, I can't say that word, are extremely clear. The back pressure is pretty good, so no particular problem with breathing. This was a great idea. Why did you scream plastic three times for something that advertised itself as a plastic didgeridoo? Yeah, that's, that's some, like, <laughs> very extra drama right there. I don't know what was going on with him. I You know, though, it was a very thorough and helpful review, and... He's also the first review that we've talked about that didn't mention wanting to play didgeridoo while drunk or this making it as a drunk purchase. This person genuinely wants to play the didgeridoo. You know what? I'm not mad at you, final boss. I'm a little <laughs> mad. That was a lot of didgeridoos in a long review. Anyway, moving on to Craig. Five out of five stars. Didgeridoo, a strange instrument. I love it. My cats hate it. <laughs> I wasn't sure what to expect when I bought this didgeridoo. It arrived in a tall square tube, for lack of a better word. It is lighter than I expected and easy to hold. Playing it is interesting. I'm still learning how to get the circular breathing correct. I'm not even close. The cats hate the noise and flee to the far corners of the house except for, for my small kitty who walks up to the didgeridoo, hisses and bats at it with her paw several times. <laughs> Thus, with the evil didgeridoo defeated, she stalks off to beat up another inanimate object. I read that learning how to play the didgeridoo was helpful with sleep apnea because you need to learn circular breathing, being able to blow while inhaling at the same time. That's weird. That sounds it is hard. Fun. It does sound hard. It is fun to play and easy to get a good sound sounding tone within seconds of unpacking it. The cats will just have to learn to deal with the noise. Well, there, we learned something. Oh my god, I love I love those cats. <laughs> but I I just you know me. I'm just in love with any cat automatically. But you know I'm a my, bit of a cat person. My cats are terrified of my piano, so like That's I, true. I think just unfamiliar anything that is big and noisy. Oh my god. Bandicoot would launch himself with a didgeridoo to destroy it. <laughs> Did you I know, tell you what happened? Mm -hmm. No, go ahead. Did I, did I tell you what happened the first time he met a vacuum cleaner? Maybe. I don't know. It's been so long since you adopted him. I don't know. This is true. Okay, so for anyone listening, Bandicoot is one of my corgis. I have two. Before we moved to our current place, I had nothing but hardwood floors. So I had no need for a vacuum. Then I get to this place, which has carpet, and thus I got a vacuum. And for the first time in his two years of life, he heard a vacuum sound. Now, normally dogs would run away, maybe bark at it, I don't know, hide, 
Not Bandicoot. Not this being of rage and gluttony. He poofs up three sizes, his normal size, and just launches himself at the vacuum, bites it out of my hands, and then proceeds to just, like, shove the entire thing in his mouth. He, like, left marks. I had to shove him off it and just, like, drag him away by his two back short legs as he's just desperately trying to chomp and snap at this fucking vacuum. Like, I'll kill you! I'll kill you and your family! So I had to spend, like, three days training him to not murder the vacuum just so I could clean my freaking floors. Bandicoot has the most incredible ego for a corgi I've ever seen. <laughs> He's just 37 pounds of rage and audacity. I mean, on a similar note, which is totally unrelated, but um, I'm, <laughs> I'm, I'm going to be moving in like eight months, and I'm hoping by then I'll be able to buy a house. And um, it's occurred to me thinking about this, I don't know that my cats in their almost four years of life now have ever encountered stairs. Because... Oh. Yeah. I've only ever lived in apartments. Before that, they were in, like, a little uh, shop front. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. I, I... They... I'm sure they'll love them. I don't imagine that they'll be confused about them. They are cats. They naturally climb things. But it's 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 weird. Pet firsts, man. Yeah. I mean, I don't think Char had any issue with uh, stairs. And she was a feral cat we just found on a fence. Oh, that's true. I guess Charizard probably didn't... Well, but your last house had stairs, though, right? The basement? Yes. She never went down there, though. Yeah, I I could see that. It was an old house. I'm sure the basement well, yeah. was terrifying. No, she, it's not that the basement was terrifying for her. I actually brought her down there because I found a mouse so that she could kill it. But the stairs were so steep that she's just like, nah, fuck these stairs. Oh, okay, that makes sense. Like, steep steps down, cats can be kind of, like, my cats do that too. Yeah. Well, with my current house, I got two flights of stairs. It's just like, oh, obviously this is how I get to the up. I love the up. <laughs> Why didn't we have an up in the last house? Of course. Does she hang out on the rafters like you worried that she thought you, or you worried that she would? No, she debated it. I saw her, like, contemplating, doing some calculations on the jump, whether or not it'd be worth it, <laughs> calculating the fall risk, and she decided it was not worth it. So she hangs up right at the top of the staircase where she could technically reach the rafters because again anyone listening I have an open floor plan there's like rafters all up in my living room and she decided no I want to live which is good because that's she's, a long ass fall she's such a smart cat I love your cat she's so smart alright <laughs> we can we can get back to didgeridoos now alright I have one final didgeridoo review from Dorothy which I don't know why that name makes me laugh it's so weird <laughs> Okay. Five out of five stars. Our daughters hate it, but it was a well-made instrument. Husband loves it. I tolerate it. Our daughters hate it, but it was a well-made instrument with good tone. That's it. That's all she's got for us. I mean, that's relatable. Can you imagine just, like, being a teenager and you're on your, your like, Zoom call hangout with your friends and, like, dad starts playing the didgeridoo in the next room? 
actually no, you'd probably love that. What am I? What am I talking about? I would love that. Like you've met my family. Are you kidding me? I know. My wedding night ended with them, one, two of my aunties dancing with the top half of a knight, and then my two uncles dancing with the ass of the knight. Wait, the Just, the night came apart. Oh yeah, the night came apart. So I had uh, a Viking wedding, and my auntie worked at a bar, and their uh, mascot was a life-sized plastic knight. And they brought the knight to my wedding for decor, and the night ended up in half with his ass dancing with my uncle. Damn. I, I left early because I was super cold, but I, I should have stuck around to dance with the knight's ass. <laughs> you also missed the... Uh, showdown between my uncle and my dad I did I did did see the no no I remember that I missed that because I've heard I've heard the stories yes my god that was such a crazy wedding I did not realize how long people would stick around it's like it's 3 a.m get out (laughs) (laughs) and that's why I missed a lot because I'm an old lady (laughs) I'm still an old lady okay well I'll what do we do for a sign-off? I don't know how to podcast. I don't know. I mean... I feel like inexperienced podcasters, the first episode is always That's a hot fair. mess. So we can, you know, workshop okay. it. Well, in the meantime, <laughs> toodaloo. I'm just going to turn off the recording. Okay, Bye! bye.